Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Carnosis. Carnosis is a death metal band from Sweden. They have released the thunderous album Visions of Infinility, one that will deliver the fix you need and much more. And here is my interview with Carnosis. Hello. Hello again. How you doing? How you doing there? We're doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah. It's gonna be thank fun. you. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. We I wanted to ask you about the recording process. Real quick. Sure. I wanted to ask you about the recording process for Visions of Infinity. How yeah. did it go this time around? I think it went uh, rather smoothly. Um, we all, all our uh, instruments, except for the drums, were recorded at home, and it it went uh, very smoothly, I'd say. Yeah, and it uh, and also helps quite a lot. Uh, I think at least to, I mean, recording a non-stressful environment like uh, at your own home, yeah. you take it in your own pace and like, yeah, f f f get a feel for everything. And try lots of different stuff without having the pressure of running out of studio time, basically. <laughs> yeah. Except for me though, with the drums. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be done in three days, man. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about uh, two of my favorite tracks. Um, one is progress Procession of Depression. I wanted to ask if you could speak on that song. Mr. Johnson. Uh, Mr. Griffith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a cool song. It's a slower song. Um, more uh, heavy, a bit more gloom, I would say. Um, as usual, uh, with our songs, it started with uh, myself, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm the lead guitar player, uh, just uh, noodling around on my guitar, finding this uh, uh, this main main riff that we use in the verses, and uh, uh, it sounded pretty cool there, I would say, and we elaborated on that, and uh, then, of course, Jonathan, uh, uh, the singer though here uh, did an amazing job with the vocals on this track. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, a cool song. I, uh, I try to spice it up a bit and do some vocals that I haven't really done uh, on any of our previous material, and that's basically uh, in the choruses. There's like some semi-clean, clean-ish vocals. It's not very not cleans at all. It's basically just yelling with a tiny bit more of my natural voice within it. And uh, yeah, just to get this sort of kind of melodic vibe to it. And uh, yeah, I guess I just fooled around with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, with, the, with the drums, I, I always saw this or heard this song as uh, like a sibling to uh, Deceptive Authority from our first record. And I kind of did did the 
not the same thing again, but I, I, I handled it like, like that song, the more groovy, the, sl the slower songs works for us too. So we, yeah, we worked with it and it became really cool, I think. Yeah. And it's, uh, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Another one of my favorites is In Depth to Oblivion. I wanted to know if you could speak on that one as well. Yeah, kind of the same story there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, same, pretty much same story there. Uh, although that uh, that song uh, is one of the few songs that was mainly not written by me, uh, as it was written by our, uh, our other guitar player, uh, Marcus. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a fun song as well. And also there, I think Jonathan did a great job with the vocals. To like capture the the gloominess and the heaviness, mm -hmm. um, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that that song is maybe leaning it a bit more to the classic melodic death metal vibe, and uh, sort of to contrast that, I'm doing probably my most deathcore sounding vocals ever <laughs> in one part of that uh, that track. And uh, so, yeah, I tried to spice it up a bit there, too, and just work with, uh, you know, con consciously work with uh, contrasting styles and stuff to make it stand out a bit. I wanted to ask each of you, which, what track was the most challenging for you to lay down? Yeah, one go first yeah. drummer. <laughs> well, to lay down, I don't know if any of them were harder than the than another one, but the hardest song for me uh, with the drums to like write and to learn, I think it was Among Worms was whispered because it's it's if you ask me our weirdest song to date, uh, <laughs> it's fucking chaotic, you know. Uh, yeah, that has to be the one for me. Yeah. For me, it's probably uh, Devour of Light. Uh, as a guitar player, it's, there's a lot of uh, gallops and uh, little little um, <laughs> parts that, that's just uh, pretty tricky to, to get clean. But uh, it's also, uh, I think, the, the most fun one to play on guitar on, on this record. So, uh, but yeah, that, that was pretty frustrating at times to record. Marcus? Yeah, and for me, as the, the bassist, um, I have to say Among Worms, too, because there's there's a lot of arpeggios that you have to, like, make sure is played cleanly. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's really hard to, like, get the almost kind of sort of like a sweep picking uh, mm. motion. So yeah, on I have bass. to say, yeah, I'm on the bass. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll definitely the, the have seventh to say, string bass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, among words is definitely my pick. And uh, for me, with the vocals, uh, it's it's basically a tie between uh, among words and whispered and uh, towards infinitistic purity, because both of them have uh, pretty long sections. Uh, without any breaths in between and uh, since I'm a mainly a full-score vocalist that uh, 
well, my vocals require a bit more air than uh, maybe optimal for those kind of uh, written parts. It was challenging to like get all the stuff in one breath and so on. But uh, yeah, it worked. It worked out in the end, for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I wanted to ask you um, if you could speak on the Al Mart work and the artist that was involved. I love the cover art. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we basically thought out like the concept for the album art that we wanted, and we reached out to Timon Kokot, if that's how you pronounce his name, uh, who is this German guy uh, that paints with uh, like acrylics and stuff. And uh, he uh, was stoked to do the artwork, and he did a fantastic job. Yeah, he totally understood exactly what we wanted, and like, uh, yeah, we had a, a loose or like semi-loose <laughs> uh, concept idea, and we just gave it to him text. Yeah, and he just do what you do. Yeah, we just got it, and he mm. and he did that. <laughs> he did amazing work at it. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you uh, one question that your fans want to know. What can they look for next? Will you take to the road? Uh, at the moment, we have a few uh, shows in uh, Sweden booked in April. Uh, we just uh, also... With suffocation. With suffocation, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Uh, uh, but we, uh, at the moment, we do not have any longer tour. No international shows booked for now, um, but we hope to change that soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> but we have already new material in the pipeline for you guys. Yeah. In the writing process, of course. Um, yeah, nothing is done or settled, but we are already working on, you know, putting stuff together and trying out some new sounds, bringing some other influences as well. Although, of course, still within the extreme metal stuff. And the Coronosis sound would yeah. be alive and well. And speaking of the sound, you guys have sustained a great career so far. I wanted to ask you, what do you feel is the key to longevity in the business? Hmm. To be, uh, you need to want it more than the, the next guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what's the word, Persever perseverance? Like, yeah. you need to, yeah, <clears throat> you need to want it, you need to, uh, work for it you know just never give up and do what you do best and make sure people hear it and what you keep want to say. yeah keep keep fucking grinding bro mm. <laughs> it's, it's gonna work out if you want it to work out it may take one year may take 10 or more but it's if you just want it enough you know it's gonna happen and i think it's also kind of important to uh, like be hungry for new inspiration and uh, yes you know so you don't get stuck on uh, 
your own sound all the time. I mean, it's important to get your own sound, but also important to like elaborate that sound and incorporate incorporate some new stuff here and there, just to you know you expand your own vocabulary, so to say. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I also want to ask you if you could give me a band history lesson. Oh yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> sure. So the band started. Uh, actually, I think it started before high school. Even, but uh, yeah. most of our guys, of our uh, us guys here today, we we met in um, in uh, high school. Uh, yeah, two thousand. It's uh, the Swedish equivalent of high school, I guess. How old were we? Fifteen when we met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen, sixteen, uh, and we. Yeah, we met for in, in school, uh, just randomly in a, a music like high school, uh, and we met and we like to play metal and we started Carnosis, you know, um, not these guys. Uh, we had a different singer, we had a different guitar player. Uh, uh, yeah. Then we recorded our first EP uh, with uh, Thomas Cooksberry. Also, also recorded bands like uh, At the Gates uh, and Doom, uh, fucking all those guys. <laughs> it was a, it was a really cool experience yeah. to, to record with him. He, he's a super weird leg but, leg but, in Sweden. Yeah, but before that, we like Carnosa started when we discovered that we yeah hey guys we can we can fucking do this together. We we did some school like recordings. We did school projects like recorded in school and we played music all the time and then we thought hey maybe do a a serious record like or a, an ep and then we did the universal combination with Thomas Cooksberg and, and to get that studio time was cool yeah fucking how <laughs> how we how did we do that so yeah, well, and we went, went over there and lived. Uh, he had uh, like this, uh, yeah, a small cabin, house. yeah, a guest house cabin in the woods, crooked fucking walls and crooked. It was awesome, and we lived there for a week. And, and we did that EP. And by then, we didn't even know Jonathan properly, we had known him for, yeah, I basically had just joined the band, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it was kind of an obscure experience for me too. <laughs> yeah, because we, or I at least, I'm kind of like, you know, extroverted. And Jonathan is always, not always that. No. And it was a huge contrast, <laughs> mm -hmm. I think, to be in this cabin, locked in with this cabin with his ADHD kids for a, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> And it, I think that made us even better to like know each other that way, I think. Sure. And after that, we went our first small tour uh, together with uh, Pestilence. And who? Uh, I think it, I don't know. Uh, Pestilence and Living uh, Gods. Gods. Yeah. Gods, yeah. Uh, on a small uh, four day tour around. Uh, yeah. Like Sweden, uh, Norway, yeah. It was Sweden, Norway, yeah. yeah. And the first, that was fun. 
Yeah. Ring of Honor, we, we got the... Uh, Hungry for more. Hungry for more, exactly. Uh, and by then, we already uh, wrote most of uh, Dogma of the Deceased. Uh, we entered the studio for that album, was it 2018, 2018 right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so. Uh, and uh, another <laughs> real cool studio in Sweden, uh, Studio Fredman, uh, where uh, Fredrik Nordström works, who yeah. has uh, worked with, yeah, he basically created the Gothenburg. Gothenburg sound, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the In Flames guys, and, yeah. and yeah, yeah, just look that guy up, and oh, we did that album, and that one, and that one, and that one, and that yeah. one, it's fucking crazy, yeah. it did all the albums. So <laughs> it was really cool to yeah. get that yeah. place too. Yeah. yeah. And then I went there at least for the for the third one and did the drums with his like yeah, with Robert Kukla. Is yeah. he, he, he has his own studio within studio Sweden, yeah. uh, Obsidian Recording Studios. But it's the same drum room, uh they share drum room. So I recorded there again. Yeah. And that was really cool. And also it was Robert Kukla who Produced, but uh, yeah, for sure. Dogma and uh, Frederick uh, mixed and mastered. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, Robert, uh, what a guy! <laughs> what a fucking guy! He's <laughs> uh, a cool, yeah, yeah, upcoming, upcoming producer. He's gonna be a fucking huge. Yeah. He's the man. Yeah, he, he's also the one that uh, mixed and mastered the uh, uh, visions of uh, infinity. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, shout out to him. Then basically we released our uh, Dogma of the Deceased and then we went on a tour with uh, Suffocation, Belfigur and, and hate. hate. Yeah, a, a bigger tour. Like uh, yeah, a Euro- European tour. Yeah, like 11, 12 days, something I don't remember. But it was uh, huge for us. You know, this was the first big thing we ever did. And then Corona hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything started to look good for us. You know, we, if we just kept on going, you know, things would happen. And then Corona happened and fucking nothing happened with the world for a couple of years. And now we're, I don't know, not starting all over again, but starting from a full stop. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, sure, and that was hard mm-hmm. on all bands, I think. And I think uh, venues are still trying to catch up with everything that was canceled. Yeah. E- even today. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. People kind of got used to not doing stuff, I guess. I don't know. Or it's the other way around. I don't know. I also wanted to ask you. If you could tell me, each of you, what has been your proudest moment with the band as to date? Uh, that's an interesting question. I mean, the release of this record, it was above all expectations with the support and, you know, the magnitude of it all. I think this is the proudest moment with the with this record. Yeah, I, I can... Uh, For me. Can agree. Another... Things that comes to mind for me was when we uh, when we did a one <laughs> uh, a flying uh, gig together with Cannibal Corpse oh, in yeah. Zagreb. Oh yeah, in, in Croatia. Uh, in Croatia in 2019. Yeah, 
summer 19 i think it was and that's probably after that gig yeah that's probably packed. true yeah it's a it's a time yeah we we sold way more merch than cannibal corpse did and it was fucking <laughs> crazy yeah I, I can't still don't believe it actually happened you know <laughs> but it was yeah. we sold our merch really cheap so yeah but <laughs> yeah but i i didn't see anybody buying any cannibal corpse merch <laughs> it was not that much cheaper <laughs> yeah and we also heard from people like people were leaving off their our sets and coming out and talking to us and miss cannibal corpse <laughs> yeah they were like uh, we we thought you uh, it's it seems like you have like a better show because it you can they could see that we had so much fun and for cannibal corpse it was just another gig yeah. so it wasn't as fun <laughs> for them they said uh, so yeah i have to i have to say that uh, the cannibal corpse show was one of my proudest moments true yeah and it's basically the same for me um the cannibal corpse show it sort of gave us the uh, uh, understanding that we can actually hook a bigger crowd and uh, engage with a bigger crowd. So that was awesome. And uh, now with the release of Visions of Infinity, uh, we got like 100 vinyls and uh, we thought, hmm, will we even sell these? <laughs> this would take a while, we thought. Yeah. yeah. It took like three days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What? What? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, the response for this. This album has been amazing. I can't really believe it. No, it's uh, really it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you, you hope it's for. It's a kick ass some... album. But this it's is a kick ass album, top to bottom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to also ask you, in your area, there's such diversity of music in the metal genre uh, coming out of your area. Um, how is the music scene there as far as clubs and that? It's not good here in Sweden, as people may think. Like it's, uh, it's people don't care about metal in Sweden. Not as they used to, I guess, or they, I don't know. It's I mean, just hard to get people to come to shows. Yeah, yeah. there are a lot, a lot, a lot of musicians, but, uh, you know, as everyone is a musician, they are at home practicing, practicing their own stuff, and no one really goes to shows. Yeah, people... With, with, with a few exceptions, because, because yeah. in, in Sweden, in, in sometimes there are some really... what to say, I make clubs that, that's like... Small clubs. Small clubs that takes uh, uh, run shows uh, once or twice a week with uh, smaller bands and people actually go there. But that's like in Stockholm or uh, yeah, Gothenburg. The, the bigger cities. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big cities we have. Mm-hmm. We have like three. <laughs> but otherwise, as like, for, for example, the, the scene in uh, our uh, hometown, Örebro, it's uh, pretty much non non-existent. Yeah, non-existent yeah. for sure. It's like uh, when we were coming up, when we were like 16, 17, especially there was there was bands, but there was all almost just hardcore bands. 
just a lot of hardcore, sick fucking hardcore bands. Yeah. You know, it was us who plays like this technical thrash death kind of thing, and for deathcore band, uh, <laughs> hardcore bands. You know, um, but now I don't know. There are bands, of course, but the, it's, the scene is nothing here in our city uh, if you compare to Stockholm, for example. Which is also, I guess, kind of dead if you compare to 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, COVID uh, hit my area of Ohio pretty hard and some clubs uh, fell out, but they've yeah. been rebought and the scene is uh, pretty strong here. Um, there's a lot of big clubs in Cleveland, Akron, Columbus. Um. Yeah, and they're thriving. Oh, they're yeah. building. They're selling out. That's awesome. Yeah, the metal scene in America seems to really—you can't stop it. You know, fucking freight train. It's awesome to see. I also wanted to ask you, um, speaking of touring and the album and all that, what's the best way to get merchandise and a physical copy from you guys? Bandcamp. Uh, yep, 100% band camp. <laughs> and also, not bandcamp.com. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I also wanted to ask you guys uh, individually what artists or artists um, influenced you and enough to pick up an instrument and begin to play? Um, I don't know. I started play drums before I. I can't even remember. I I'm com I come from a musical family, so everybody plays instruments. But I guess, as far as artists go, Joey Jordison in Slipknot. He was my guy growing up. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For for me. Um... Uh, it was definitely John Mayan of Dream Theater. Uh, I also come from a musical family, so I started uh, getting into music when I was really young. And I want to thank my father for introducing me to Dream Theater at like, I don't know, eight years old or something. <laughs> and uh, I started playing around that time. And uh, yeah, here I am today. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me as a guitar player, I uh, it's it's a pretty fun story uh, as we talk talk about uh, our uh, the history of Carnosus. Uh, when we all met, I didn't even listen. I didn't li listen to anything harder than I guess Metallica, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, I was really. Yeah, he met me and the the original singer uh, Olof, uh, and we listened to like I listened to a lot of like I don't know deathcore, and he listened to All Shall Perish, and yeah, we listened to all kind of kinds of crazy shit, and it was especially crazy to to Ricka. Yeah, my favorite band at the time was Motley Crue. Yeah, and we <laughs> we just fucking indoctrinated him in technical death metal shit. And now he writes these Carnosis songs. <laughs> the, first, the, the, first, uh, the first song I actually enjoyed, uh, the metal song, I think it was 
which one was some uh, some song uh, from the Globe EP by Job for Cowboy. Job for a Cowboy, yeah. Uh, we introduced him to Job for a Cowboy. Misery Reform. Misery Reform. That's the one. That's the one that that turned him over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing. <laughs> Kickstart my heart by Motley Crue and the, the yeah and the, the, and the next day learning job for cowboy songs is is good. <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah. And for me with the vocals, um, I basically heard this band called Nine, which is some kind of crossover of death and roll and hardcore. Age. What? How old were you? Yeah, uh, when I was about twelve, maybe. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time I heard screaming and thought, hmm, this is cool. And then uh, some guy I knew introduced me to Bloodbath, and I didn't get it at all. Uh, but then I heard the song Devouring the Feeble, which is, uh, in my opinion, one of their easier to comprehend tracks from the Fathomless Mastery. And uh, that's basically when I went full on down into the rabbit hole of death metal. And then I have basically listened to everything <laughs> from gore grind to depressive black metal and picked stuff up from here and there. And it has sort of grown into, I guess, what is my own sound nowadays. Everything all at once. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how that happens. Uh, you know, I've always been a metal fan from early on and you know i've always uh played around my daughter and everything and uh just to show you how things turn out she has a uh she's into that uh i don't know what it's this k-pop stuff <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like oh this is the ultimate slap in the face <laughs> introduce her to what's uh what's they call baby metal <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, a so monster and all that, and it's just like wow. Yeah, but I guess that's the rebellion, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to ask you guys uh, if you could give any message to your fans, what would that message be? Uh, basically, that we really appreciate the support. I guess. Because it's uh, almost overwhelming. You know, we are all Swedish guys who uh, have it imprinted in our minds and hearts that we are just some Swedish guys. Yeah, you are nothing yeah. and you will always be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish mentality. Yeah. 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 Excuse yourself for everything. <laughs> yeah, but for sure, we, we can't thank our fans enough for the amount of support during the release of this album. Yeah. We... yeah and it's uh, really cool to see the folks that like found us with uh, the debut EP, Universal Combination, that some of those names uh, are still, you know, popping up. Yeah, they're still around, you know, from 2015, 16. It's really, yeah. really yeah. fun to see. They've been along for the journey. Thank you guys for taking time to speak with me and for delivering a great album. This album, like I said, bangs from top to bottom, and it's just a great feel and a great direction for you guys. You guys are locked in, and 
this shows all the best qualities of this band. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it so, so, so much. <laughs> wow. You guys have a great rest of your day, my friends. And I hope we can talk again soon and talk about a United States tour. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that would be that would be epic. Tits. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know we'd love to have you here. We'd love to go there. Yeah. It's that's really good to hear. And we would love to go there. Yeah. That's the that's the goal. We're we're, we're working on it. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, though, but we're, we're working on it. <laughs> because you're going to die if you do that. <laughs> well, you guys take care. Please feel free to update me in any new, with any new news. And I, as I said, I hope we can talk again real soon. Yeah. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, Have a good night. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.